Not anymore. Yes, I was a broken woman. Yes, I didn't love me. Yes, I decided to settle for what wasn't best for me. Yes, I was in a toxic relationship. Guess what? Not anymore. I have grown from the broken pieces. I have learned to love me when no one else loved me. I have learned that I will never settle for in my life or my peaceful atmosphere. I have learned the difference between love, lust of a good relationship. Yes, I wasn't perfect, but I learned to work on my mind, my body, and my soul connections. Yes, I have allowed the wrong spiritual around me. Now, I've learned about the not allowing the negative energy around me. Yes, I've been down the road of destruction. Now I've learned how to not move by emotion, but by the spirit of my faith and purpose. Not anymore, my fears will not keep me from being a better version of me. Not anymore, my toxicness will stop me from loving myself or trusting others in my peaceful place. Not anymore, my lack of post-trauma is going to stop me from my future growth. Yes, not anymore. I know I'm powerful. I know I'm overcoming. I know I'm a positive, I know I'm loved, and yes, not anymore, I'm dope, dedicated to other people, empowerment, I love my dopeness and so should you.
Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to the power in your voice. And we are here with Miss Cat. Yes. <laughs> off the cat, off the cat. How are you doing today? Can you tell I, them? Well, okay. no, go ahead. I'm not saying I'm well. <laughs> that is awesome. Can you tell them who you are and what you do? Hello, everyone. I am Miss Cat, and I am the author of my book, When God Speaks. And I'm just here to just spread that message of When God Speaks. And I want everyone to get a relationship with God, a personal, direct relationship with God, the way I have. It's been pretty awesome. It's, been, it's awesome. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Can you tell us when did, you know, your introduction of becoming an author, how did that come about? You know, it was never on my radar. I never mm -hmm. had a thing to write or anything. But when God came into the space and when when God started interfering, it was like I felt compelled to write about it and not to write to sell books. I wanted to write because I was like, I don't want to forget this moment. Let me write this down. And I just started writing down stuff whenever something happened or God said something, showed me something. I'm like, oh, that's good. I'm like, I got to write this down. I got to write this down. And then by the end of it, I pretty much had a book. Um, you know, I would write down my thoughts, instances, moments. And at the end of it all, I was like, I'm going to put this out there. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and just publish it, get it out there. I didn't think much would come of it because the book is kind of it's kind of scattered. Like I jump around a lot. But I, when I took it to a publisher, they was just like, oh, this is great. Yeah, let's put this book out there. And I was like, really? Y'all think, think, think it's something that'll be? And they were like, yeah, let's put it out and see what happens. And bam, like the book has been recognized and people are like, this is good. It can be motivational. And I was like, oh, uh, let's go. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with it. Let's go. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we don't think that our journey is supposed to be this, but there's another purpose on the other side. And that message that is inside of you needed to be heard by somebody else. So that's that's what it was, that that message that you're giving in that book is deserving to a few other people that needs to hear it. <laughs> so a lot of times we have to remember the journey is not for us. It's way bigger. Wow. That is cool. I, I would have never thought. <laughs> yeah, it's way and bigger. I love how you put that. Like, yeah, like it's probably something that can help somebody. And that's what I really want. I'm like, you know, I want I want somebody to get something from it. You mm -hmm. definitely want them to, especially in these times. You see how everything is getting all crazy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So writing this, you know, a lot of times can be therapeutic. So what do you feel was your challenging moments writing this book? Just, just trying to get my thoughts to flow, if that makes sense. Cause I, I'll just in the like I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm an in the moment person, so I do it in the moment. But when I would go back and reread it, I'd be like, uh, you know, like. But then trying to make it flow and like, like come together was, was kind of. It took me some time to get it to roll together, if that makes sense. So it's like I had everything. But when I tried to put it the way that I wrote it in the moment, it, it was weird. So then I had to like, it wasn't by like time. It was by like how, I'm not to say it was by like how God sent it, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. So mm -hmm. it was like, that's how it just came in that order. 
how it came and I'm like it and people said no it reads well and I was like okay I was worried <laughs> because the timeline jumps around right <laughs> but I was like okay good I was like I just, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> visually when we see it it might not make sense but for the people that the message is for it makes a lot of sense right you know and sometimes we might want it to sound a certain way but we got to remember we're not writing it for ourselves so it might, you know what I mean? So sometimes when you start reading it from not your point of view and actually from an outsider point of view, that might help the understanding of what is being put in the book. Because ah. I've, I've wrote not just in, you know, the eye perfection. I wrote in the third party or wrote on the outside perfection because sometimes you have to write not being you, write it as somebody reading it as it was you. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> you know, so writing in third person, second person, it's a little different sometimes. So, okay. but yes. So <laughs> it could be interesting. So what advice could you give to a future entrepreneur or author that might have not wrote? or put their pen to the paper yet. Man, do it. Just do it. Regardless of what you think, get out your headspace. <laughs> just do it. Literally just sit down and it, you don't have to so like again, I'm a I'm a risk taker action. So I don't really do a whole lot of planning. <laughs> but whenever I'm sitting down or if I have a free moment, the best time for me in my car, I spend 80% in my car. I, I'm picking up kids, I'm to and from activities, to and from babysitters. So while I'm idle or I'm sitting in a car, I'll be, I got random little notes in back of um, cards. I got stuff written down <laughs> and I'll jot stuff down, jot stuff down. And then I'll have like a free day. Like I'm off, I'm off on Wednesdays and I'm like, you know what? Let me get all my notes together. I collect all my little notes and I put them in a notebook and I just, you know, just jot them down just to have them in one place. And then, you know, as I go through them later, you know, I get inspired to be like, oh, you know what? Oh, I'm going to write this or this will be a good message. So to any future writer, authors, if you have a thought, let me tell you what I've learned. If the thought is in your head and in your heart, do it. Don't second guess it. Don't question it. It was put in there. Go ahead and do it. Regardless of what anybody says, it's not for them. This is for you. This is your path. Do it. Just do it. Take the action and do it. I'm telling you, is great. On the other side of that, it's great. Now I think. Now I get when when Will Smith be talking <laughs> on the other side of fears, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't fully understand that. But now I think I'm coming to believe. Like, okay, I get what he's saying now because we really we hold ourselves back from mm -hmm. greatness. We really do because the the unknown. We're afraid of the unknown and our thoughts for some reason automatically goes to the negative. Mm -hmm. We never think, hey, what if I do this? This will be great. It's always, what if I do this? It's going to be bad. People won't right. like it. They'll criticize me. I'll get da, da, da. like, I really want to, and even myself, I want to change my mind to say, you know mm -hmm. what? What if I do this and it could be the best thing ever? What if this could be great? What if this leads to this, this, this? So I definitely, I'm going to try to just do it. People are like, how'd you do it? I said, I just did it. I was like, and I didn't think twice about it. I was like, right. <laughs> and and you're so correct. A lot of times we are our biggest enemy. It's always me versus me because a lot of times we're the one that stops ourselves from doing stuff. Because one, how you say, we are like, hey, if I do that, what will so and so? 
we're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of the comments. We're afraid of sabotaging ourselves. But we have to remember there's faith over fear. And we have to have the faith and not the fear. And that's a lot of that's a lot of times what we have our battles with with ourselves. Because like you said, we are our greatest enemy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we have to remember to take ourselves out of it and do it for the greater good. Because I know I had to learn it. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I, I agree with you. You have to learn to just, like you said, just do it. Yeah. Because then it's like, eh, should I? Maybe? Right. What's going to happen if I do? You know, and I've learned you got to be uncomfortable to be comfortable to be successful. Because if you sit in comfortability, it's never going to go anywhere. Because you're too comfortable. Like, eh, I'm going to sit over here. I ain't going to do that. And that's what's going to happen. It ain't going to happen because you're not, you're not, how you say, just jumping and just do it. So a lot of times, like we said, therapeutic. So what do you feel you learned about yourself during this journey? Uh, (laughs) I like it. I learned stuff about myself that even now I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, God. I'd be like, so God had, when you get with God, God going to be in your face and he's going to tell you about yourself. He's definitely Mm going to straighten you out. So that mm-hmm. way I can be ready to move forward to serve him and do it. But I learned so much about myself as far as just like being selfish. I would have never, if you would ask me, I would never tell you I'm a selfish, selfish person or right. don't care or whatever. But when God started showing me about myself and talking about forgiveness, he would he would check me. And I had a hard time with that. Cause And I was mad at him for a minute. I said, how you God are you checking me? I said, God ain't supposed to do that. And God was like, you don't know who I am. He, thought, he said, you don't know who I am. And I was like, you right. I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. And he checked me and he really had me look at myself. Not, I hate this, not through flesh, but through spiritual eyes, how God sees it. Mm-hmm. And the way God sees it, let me tell you, when God sees you, it's amazing. It's the most amazing thing. If you could see how he sees that thing, light of fire in me, I want to be what he sees me to be. And I'm definitely working towards that. But learning about myself in a way that I I don't think of it that way. But he definitely helped me to change my perspective. And it's definitely helped me and, you know, just how I'm acting and what I'm doing. And I see myself changing, you know, and it shows because some people tell me, they're like, wow, it's where you changed. And I'm like, dang, you know, God was right. Like, I ain't know I did that. Right. Because <laughs> nobody right. Really tells you, right. you know, about me. I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, it does. They don't tell you. Like, I'm just going along. I'm thinking I'm great. <laughs> and they're like, nah. <laughs> Like, nah, oh, wait, things you might want to check. <laughs> yeah. So that was a hard, that was hard pill for me to swallow because I just knew, I thought I was on point, but nope. <laughs> it can be. And, you know, going through the journey, you'll learn a lot, especially when you start writing. You And this is why I asked this question, because during the process of writing, as you write, you learn different things every time you write. Everything that you tend to release, it shows you a different perspective of who you were and where you were. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. So, how did you feel when you found out that you was a nominee for the DAG Awards? I was, 
I was a whole bunch of emotions. I mean, first excited, because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you really do think, is this for real? Like, is, is this legit? Is this for real? And sure enough, you know, when I responded and I got the email and I responded and then I, I looked up DAG and I started following them and started learning. I said, oh, my God, this is dope. I was like, this is the thing. I was like, how, you know, I, I never heard of, but then this is my first, like, you know, book. Me, I'm mm-hmm. just learning. I'm going through this whole learning process. I'm learning everything. And it's just the coolest thing. And I feel so just like, I don't want to say not worthy, but I'm just like, when I've been I've been looking at the other authors and the other nominees and I'm like, wow, these people are dope. And I'm and I am alongside these, you know, experienced authors. And I'm like, this is amazing. I was like, I would have never I would have never thought like, again, it wasn't on my radar, but I'm like, wow. And I'm just like, OK, God, what? What, what you got for me? <laughs> and that's how it happens. You know, a lot of times your journey, you would never think, but sometimes that purpose is always different. So, you know, your name is being put in places to where you never imagined, even when you're not there. So this is this is where the blessing starts. I'm telling you, and it just is you be in awe when it happens. It be, I'm, I, I honestly understand you being out. You be like, whoa. But all right. And you just, you know, you be like, okay, okay, I I see what's happening. So, you know, I, I, you know. So tell me, what is your inspiration behind what you do? My kids. Oh, I have a son and a daughter. My daughter's 10. My son is nine. Everything. Since I birthed them, they, I have changed my life to them. I want to do... It may sound weird, but people, like I want to make them proud. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, You know, I'm raising a young son who's going to grow into a black man. I am mm-hmm. raising a daughter who's going to grow into a black woman. Mm-hmm. And I want to not only prepare them, but show them that they are beautiful. You are smart. You're intelligent. You're great. Regardless what you're facing, mm-hmm. you can survive it. You can get through it. And you can still be great in this world. I was like, you guys are going to, you're, you know, you guys are in a time where you're going to learn and see so much, but don't let that affect you, whatever you feel you want to do or whatever you want to pursue, you can do it. Like, I want them to know they can do anything. And they see me as a single mom struggling. It's so funny. My son asked me the other day, <laughs> my son is, he an old soul. Mm-hmm. My son told me he ain't want to go to school and that he wanted to go to work so he could help me. <laughs> oh. I said, baby, I appreciate it. But I need you to go to school first so you can go right. get that to make the money you want to make. Right, absolutely. So but he, he sees it. They, yeah. they, they see it. Now, do you have any authors that might have inspired your journey beforehand? Um, you know, I've always been secretly, I am like a secret romantic, helpless romantic. I love reading romance novels. And, and I've always read like, romance novels by black authors. Um, I like, you know, uh, the one like that comes to my Brenda, I think it's Brenda Jackson, I think. She writes those back in 1800s, mm-hmm. African-American romance novels. And, you know, I like reading them because I like to be in the whole fantasy world, you know, to seeing everything. Um, I never thought I would be writing, but I've always liked reading those old, you know, romance novels. Absolutely. So I so- like that. <laughs> So what's next for Ms. Kat's uh, career? Like, is there another book coming, some tours, some conferences? Like, what's next? 
So I am definitely, I've already started on my second book, um, another When God Speaks. I'm definitely going to build on the first one because I've learned so since that book, I have gained and learned so much since then. So I'm, I've been writing down like, oh man, this is what I've learned. This is what's happening. Definitely want to do that. And I'm definitely trying to get into the whole speaking world. Um, I've already been asked, uh, I'm in North Carolina, so I, I had a young lady reach out to me on Facebook about speaking for high school kids, at-risk yeah. high school kids. So um, I, I've talked with her and we're working on, you know, what that's going to look like, what they need, what does she need. So um, definitely, you know, things is definitely starting to come through, trickle through. And, you know, I'm like, okay. So, yeah, so. And I just want to keep going and building on that. Absolutely. Do you have your book near you? Yes. I have can, it. Can we get a snippet? Yes. Uh, let me get my candy. There we go. There right go. there. Yes. Can we get a snippet from the book? You want me to read? Yes. Just a little Ooh. snippet. Yeah. I put everybody on, on blast. <laughs> yep. Everybody wrote, read a snippet. I caught everybody off guard. <laughs> Um, let's see. What do I want to read? Oh, um, see, that's the part of me making people uncomfortable to be comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I don't even know where. Okay. You know, I don't even, I'm just going the first, the first, the first page. We'll take take that. So the first page, it starts off with, it says, I was just five months pregnant with my daughter when I first felt God's presence and heard God's voice. While working the night shift at North Shore Long Island Jewish Hospital in Queens, I would sleep all day and work all night. One day, I didn't go straight to sleep like I normally did. Instead, when I got home from work that morning, there was a pile of mail on the table. I sat down at the table and I proceeded to go through the mail. I came across an envelope with my name on it, and it looked like a check. You know how you get a check in the mail, and you see the plastic window, and it looks like there's a check inside? Well, I got so excited that I tore open that envelope immediately, and I saw a check inside with my name on it for $16,000. That was real, y'all. That was so Mm -hmm. real. (laughs) And I think I still have the check. I got to find it. Wow. I have that check for $16,000. And I could not believe it. There was no way that this was real. Somebody had made a mistake. I was not that lucky. Before I got my hopes up, I called the bank that issued the check and I told them that there must be a mistake and that somehow someone sent me a check for $16,000. The bank manager confirmed for me that there was no mistake at all and that that check was indeed mine and made out to me correctly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I shouted. I put my coat and shoes back on. I ran out the door. I got back in my car, all set and ready to go to the bank to cash that check. Listen. Yeah. Look. Yo, when I said that check came out of nowhere. That right. was it. Like, and it's so funny. Me and my kid's father, we was in New York. We were struggling. Mm-hmm. I was pregnant mm-hmm. and we was just trying to make it work. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out how to pay this hospital bill. For right. <laughs> And when I say that check came right on time, Dumb. it came right on time. And I was just like, where the heck did this come from? And right. I was like, what, what, like, 
and they everything like the check was good because I, mm -hmm. I checked I ain't checked that one time in the book I checked a couple times because I didn't want to get caught up right <laughs> right right that's a lot of money to be caught up in something yeah right, right. <laughs> so it worked out everything was good and everything and then here come God because I was about to go blow on I was about to go blow it I was buying baby clothes and I was young you know I was mm -hmm. young you know I'm buying, right. I'm buying Timberlands for the baby <laughs> God was like, no. Mm -hmm. Slow down. <laughs> and I was like, what? Where did yeah. come from? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's how it happens. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. And I start and I was talking to like all my aunts, and they'll tell, and they was telling me they was like, pregnancy bring about a lot of stuff. They was like a lot of women when they get pregnant, mm -hmm. you know, just you know, random things, spiritual things, or mm -hmm. any type of gifts, visions, you know. Um, my family is deeply into like all that spiritual and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they were like, Yeah, you pregnant, that's about right. I was like, Are y'all for real? <laughs> They was like, yeah, you know, it brings about so much stuff. I was like, okay. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the, con the connection. The connection to the universe. So absolutely. I believe it. Yep, I definitely absolutely. believe it. The energy. It yeah. has. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, tell the people, leave them with some type of inspirational quote or some words for the rest of the week, and then also tell them how to contact you and be able to work with you and get a and tell them where they can find your book at as well. Yes. So my quote, which I love, everybody knows, carpe diem. I love, love, love carpe diem. Seize the day, seize the moment, because you just, you never know if, if the time comes up and you feel, if instinctively you feel like, uh, let me do it, do it. Like, don't stop yourself. Don't second guess it. Do it. Seize the moment. And I'm telling you, it could be the best thing you've ever done. Um, you can get the book. The book um, is through Dorrance Publishing, so you can get it on the publisher's website. The book is on Amazon. It's at Barnes and Nobles and eBay. So you can, and as you ebook, paper book, you can get the book. It's a good read. Um, if you guys want to reach out to me, um, you can go, of course, Facebook through everything, and you can go to. Um, uh, I don't have a website. My author web page is being built as we speak. <laughs> so I am definitely working with different people to get that up and running so I can get that out. But the, the it will be author. The website will be titled Miss um, Cat. It's going to be author Miss Cat at either .org.com or one of those domains. But it's going to be author Miss Cat. And that will be the website coming up in a few weeks. So definitely look out for that. <laughs> So, and what, am I missing one thing? I feel like, what was the last no, thing? I think, I think okay. you told them everything. You told them how to find you. You told them where to get your book from and you left the quote. So that is actually all the details. <laughs> so as always, it's always been an honor to have you here, Ms. Cat. Anytime you want to come visit, drop by us, you know, let us know, what, let us know what's new. Our doors are always open. You know, make sure you follow us on all our platforms. But as always, everyone, I am Sheena Gadon, better known as the lady behind the mask. You have been on the power in your voice. You know, you can always find me on Facebook as Lady Behind the Mask, or you can find me as Sheena Gadon. You can find me on Instagram at Lady Behind the Mask 22. You can email me at sgadon16 at gmail.com or Sheena Unmasked and Motivation at gmail.com. Or you can always hit my, my website on www 
Sheena at MasterMotivation.com. It's always a pleasure, and we are always glad you came to empower, inspire, and to motivate. Thank you, and y'all have a blessed day. Life struggles. When life tries to fight you back, you have to be ready to fight back. You have to be ready to stand your ground and be able to fight and bold. We learned that there are people that do not want to see you rise. They rather see you fall and be defeated. The strength that you carry is knowledge. Your knowledge is power. Be great in all you do and never let anyone tell you any different. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so you know I did my intro and I did my um my exit too. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Like the the digital, the video, the whole, all of that. I created it myself. Mm-hmm. That is awesome.